All right, hi guys, welcome back to Dear Daisy Girls. I'm Nithya. I'm Amaya. And I'm Yukta. Uh, today we have a very special guest with us, Shreya Verma. You've definitely heard of her from TikTok, but you can go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Shreya Verma. Um, yeah, you might know me on TikTok as Shreya Dances, but um, yeah, they reached out to me and I thought it would be a really good idea to talk about um, normalized racism and just this type of stuff, but yeah, thank y'all so much for having me, though, on here. Like, I'm honestly really happy that y'all even reached out to me. Like, I think that's really, I'm honored, honestly, but thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's really great to have you here on Dear They See Girls. So you mentioned how racism against South Asians is really normalized in today's society. Um, would you like to start by elaborating more on that? Yeah, so I kind of wanted to dig in on that and also just like kind of how we tolerate casual racism in general, like within our community and when it comes to other people outside of our community. But I think my real exposure to what normalized racism is came from TikTok, just seeing how easily people like of just different ethnicities and colors, like even within minority communities, will so easily make fun of us, like just jokes, like even like the Bulljeet jokes or just cut their Wi-Fi or just stuff like that. And I think that just roots from even like Disney Channel shows, because like I know even on Jesse they portrayed like uh, Robbie as such a like a, such a stereotypical character that we know as Indian Americans that that's not how we are, but that's the only exposure that like other Americans have got. So when I see people make these jokes, I'm like, I honestly understand in a way where this like thinking is coming from, but I think it's honestly like our duty and other influencers' duty in general to educate them instead of bashing them and trying to cancel. I think it's it's our job as Indian Americans to educate the youth on like what what it actually means to be an Indian in America. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, do you think that TikTok helped normalize it or do you think it just exposed how normalized it already was? I definitely think it just exposed it because at school too, I was always friends like, I don't know if like, this. Not, I don't think it's a bad thing to say, but majority of my friends were predominantly white because I go to a very uh, predominantly white school and the Indian kids at my school I guess were deemed always as nerdy and so everyone would always make me feel bad for like being friends with them which I always never understood but then on the other hand Indian kids would be like oh but you're too whitewashed and I never understood this constant struggle between oh you're too whitewashed or you're not but I always still felt even from like the white kids that I was still different like I would still they would still like make jokes here and there like oh you eat curry like all this stuff even though I was mostly friends with them those jokes would always still come up and it would always be just to me because I was the only Indian person they were ever exposed to but I think TikTok really shows how much like people really have that mentality like I only saw it at my school level but I really saw how it's like the whole world like honestly most like not everyone on TikTok obviously but not like no one had that exposure but you can't like at the same time we can't really blame them because it's what are they watching they're watching shows like Disney Channel they're growing up watching these like like even Zendaya I saw something on TikTok like she was acting it out and they were talking about Indian food and they were like oh my god it smells like stuff like that but yeah no for sure I think TikTok just exposed it 
Yeah, that's definitely something that we've talked about before. One of the main struggles is definitely um, trying to find a balance between keeping your culture, but then also fitting in. Mm -hmm. um, I definitely relate to that because the area I live in um, doesn't have a lot of um, Indian people either. So yeah, growing up was, it was definitely a struggle and um, racism against Indians became normalized without Mm -hmm. people even realizing yeah. So, in addition to that, um, I'd like to ask, how do you feel about the snowflake comments? Okay, so, personally, I, I've i seen those, like, a couple times, like, I've seen them on other people, like, whenever they're commenting, I've seen those a lot. I just, in my opinion, I just think it's ignorance. It's pure ignorance. Like, people who aren't educated and don't have the knowledge to, I guess, rebute the argument or say something then they use that they use a snowflake like oh you're being sensitive but the thing is what they don't understand is that it's not just the one time this joke is coming us up like for them they see it as someone's just saying oh you eat curry why are you getting mad no for us it's like I've grown up 16 or 17 years people putting me down for what I eat how I smell like 17 years so when you say the same comment I've heard for 17 years it's not me being a snowflake it's you haven't gone through, you haven't even seen what I've been through. You're just commenting on that one part, and I think it's pure ignorance. But yeah. Yeah, I totally understand that. The snowflake comments really make me angry, but mm-hmm. um, one other thing recently that's been showing up on TikTok that I wanted to ask you about, the whole, um, the whole like, I will sacrifice my whole life for Pakistan, or, like, mm-hmm. that entire, like, um what do you call the entire category of videos that have been Mm -hmm. going around on tiktok i know there's a lot of desi people that like um make jokes about it or like tiktoks about it but how do you Mm -hmm. feel about non-desis making tiktoks about that so i actually made a video about that on my spam today because i saw someone do that and the thing with for me is that i think what happens is that because we are desi we make fun of our own like just because it's like it's our people we're not making fun of them because it's like they're brown we're making fun of them because just like we're not making fun but we just think it's funny because of just like how it is or like you know because we can relate to it because they're kids they're like our people but then when you see people start turning into that like turning that whole situation into oh now they're making fun of their accents like they're making up like words that they're saying I know like people I think the lady said something about like that sounded like grape and like people were like imitating it and I'm like that's what happens is that because we make fun of it for our own like culture within our culture people take that as they can do it too and I think that's what that's what really messes up where they don't understand that it I, I know I guess we're endorsing it in a way which is wrong and I get that like even this is something I just want to talk about but I don't know if y'all have seen it but some guy tried to like I guess say he said expose me for saying something about fobs or something like that um about a video I had posted a while ago saying comparing like Indian fobs to guys I like and I just wanted to address it on this podcast too but I had actually posted this video um a year ago and it was about it was about the subject it was it was just saying like I'd rather date these type of guys versus these Indian fobs who come in my DM and like sexualize me and are creepy like a lot of brown girls have this problem with like 50 year old Indian men um and some I think I think a person who came from India who's like 20 years old came here and he was offended by it and said that I was calling all Indian guys ugly and I was being racist towards my own people and I was being hypocritical I was like no the thing is is 
every brown creator at some point used to make fun of fobs or say something like that and I had no idea that the definition of a fob was like people like our parents like you know in my mind I know a lot of Indian girls have joked about it they we think of it as like the creepy old men and so then when he called me out for that I was actually glad because I was like I had no idea that to y'all a fob meant just anyone who comes from India like I genuinely live in such a town where I haven't been educated on so many things because of the people I'm surrounded by and like that actually upsets me and I just had no way to I had no idea like how to address on TikTok because people take that as oh you're exposed like you're putting down your own people it's like since the beginning I've I've always encouraged brown boys like yeah we make jokes here and there brown boys do it back brown girls do it back but it's like even that but then whenever like white people will take that as oh yeah Indian people are weird and it's like no you don't know the difference between like 50-year-old Indian men in India who are saying these things versus like normal Indian boys and then they'll use that as stereotypes like oh yeah Indian boys are all weird they're in your DMs like no like I would always defend anyone for that like you know what I mean yeah no that makes sense like like what you were saying about the um those like videos of little Pakistani kids mm-hmm. like I was going into the audio like literally today and I saw this like white dude and he was you know he was using the audio and he you know you know how they like type stuff out in like caps and put like emojis mm-hmm. between it mm-hmm. but like all that was fine he's like great I don't really care he yeah. said but then when it got to Pakistan's in the bot it was like Pakistan in the butt like that phrase itself yeah educate yourself understand that has a meaning mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna be I'm gonna be honest as a date like I just felt a lot more comfortable when it was just us joking about it like I just it's, feel so uncomfortable exactly. when it was like white people and that's that's a problem too like and I know that's my fault too and a lot of brown creators like it's not just me but we have endorsed I think it started like even like Lily Singh and them like they would make fun of our own culture so then people thought it was funny to like make fun of our own culture like that's what I grew up watching like oh yeah like Indian parents like we all make fun of our Indian parents honestly by doing that we're endorsing these jokes by ourselves like with I know it's within our own community but since the only representation we get is by making fun of our own people that's exactly how that's portrayed to the rest of the world and that's exactly why on TikTok I've like always try to make it my thing like not just making content like I guess in the beginning everyone started with like brown content obviously that's how the brown community formed but like trying to make content to where it's like normal content but representation for our community like if I make clothes videos or whatever like oh this is how Indian girls really are like this is how like just to show that we are normal people like this isn't some stereotypical thing like oh y'all all have accents y'all all real like no and there's nothing wrong with having an accent either like at all like my cousins have accents and they're completely normal but the thing is we have we have people like the only representation we have is like Lily Singh Just Rain they're all funny but no one else besides us people are really going to understand that that's just comedy that's not how it really is like you know what I mean but yeah I don't know I went on a little bit but (laughs) no that's okay no that definitely makes sense um I used to be like a really big fan of Lily Singh I went to her book tour I met her and I got her book (laughs) (laughs) I used to really like her uh but I didn't even realize she was just like benefiting off of like portraying Mm -hmm. the stereotypes and she didn't even realize but exactly Anyways, <laughs> so if you're comfortable sharing, are there any experiences you've had on TikTok facing racism towards Indians or Desis? Like personally facing? Like by other people towards me? I guess so. Um, like anything with like stereotypes or them calling you like a curry muncher or something like that, you know? Okay, so 
personally on like normal posts and stuff I don't base that because I think a lot of people like I do look Indian but I constantly still get the question like are you Indian or are you not just because you know they have that image of what Indian is so they're like you have to be mixed or like not mixed but sometimes people just confuse exactly what I am but on the videos that I'll talk about being Indian or I'll be like um this is how Indian girls really are that's when I'll see people try to put down other Indian girls like they'll be like oh yeah you're just one out of the million or uh yeah like not like none of the rest of them are like this and to me it's just like do you think that's impressive to me like to me that's you're putting down my people you thinking I'm an exception does not make me want you and that's what they always think and I think that's one of the biggest misconceptions misconceptions is 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 that if all of us are hearing the same thing from all these people that, oh, yeah, y'all, y'all are the only normal ones. Because I know so many Indian girls who hear, oh, you're the exception, you're the exception. If all of us are hearing this, how am I the only person out of all these million of Indian girls that's, oh, you're considered normal? Like, first of all, I don't know what normal means to them, but that's just, to me, it's just like you're hurting my people. Like, the people I'm standing up for, you saying that is not going to make, like, obviously not making me like you. Also, um, I think the smell thing. I see other girls, this is not really guys, but I see girls more than guys. In order to, I don't know if it's out of insecurity or whatever, in order to put another Indian person down or a brown person down, they're like, oh, you might be pretty, but you still smell. Like, even when I did a post that was with, I put like Boomi, Pooja, a lot of people that I'm friends with, like a, a lot of brown girls I'm friends with on TikTok, uh, I put that in my video and it got like over a million views. And the main thing was, oh, y'all might be pretty, but you probably smell. Oh, y'all might be pretty, but, um, like, you probably don't shave or you're probably hairy. Just stuff like that. They know it's not true, but they use it to put you down because they feel insecure. That's what makes me mad because they know it's not true. Like, you obviously don't see we're like that, but that's the, that's the way they stay, feel superior. Like, there might be a pretty brown girl who's, like, gorgeous, good body, everything. But if they don't have that, they know that the only thing that they have above you, like quotation marks, have above you, is the fact that they think that, oh, we smell or we're hairy. That's how they put you down. That's what I've, like, seen at least. Yeah, no, I feel like we see a lot of internalized racism okay. on top of that. And it's definitely, like, like you said, like, out of insecurity. Mm -hmm. But I also feel like it's also, like, like, I, like... I moved around like I moved like twice in my life but I lived in like a white town for like five years and that was like constantly pushed on me and I'm mm -hmm. not even gonna lie I didn't say those like I thought those things about people like other Indians mm -hmm. yeah but I realized like that's not right like whatever they said to me like we know that's not true why am I saying mm -hmm. that yeah okay so yeah on that actually that's that's a really big thing before TikTok I used to be that girl that was like I'm not like the rest of them. Like, don't worry. Like, my friends would straight up to my face be like, Sherry, you're not even a skin color. Like, you're not like them. Like, they're weird and smelly. They would talk about Indian people in front of me in such a derogatory manner, and I would let it happen. And I think that's how, like, social media has genuinely changed my perspective is even the brown community. Like, there was no brown community when I first started TikTok. Like, we, I'm not, like, one of the first big creators, but I was definitely there, like, when it was, like, creating. Like, I saw it happen. Like, I made connections with these people and like it's just crazy to see how from then how much I've grown how I would literally 
let people make fun of people at school and I'd be like oh yeah yeah like they'll be like I'm in my math class and it smells so bad because they're all Indian people and I'd be like oh and I just wouldn't really say anything and now I'm like how can I just to make myself feel better I just wouldn't say anything so that I could fit in and now I'm like I don't care if they smell I don't care if their hair I don't care what it is they're still my people and no matter what, I'll still defend them because I know at some point in time, just because we have a good, just because our parents are more lenient with us, there's still some Indian parents who don't want their kids to focus on those things right now because they're honestly focused on success. And I respect that 100% because I see these Indian girls will grow up and people like say things about their hair, say stuff about their smell. They'll grow up, be successful, and they'll glow up like just like physically because at that point, it's like you are you successful. You reach that point. Now, whatever you want to do, you want to shave, you want to do whatever, like, you do. But I just, I think it's crazy how, at some point, most of us have been, like, we've felt good about being that exception. Like, some guy being, like, no, you're the prettiest Indian girl. You'd be, like, okay, like, I feel somewhat special. Like, out of all of them, I'm pretty. But, no, if we all start denying that as a compliment, like, do you understand how much change, even any guy who talks to me on social media or anything, if they say that to me, that's a no. Like, I don't care. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, the, like, saying you're pretty for an Indian is not mm-hmm. a compliment. And mm-hmm. um, I'm with you on that. Like, I used to take it as a compliment, but now I'm just like, no, that's no. not, mm-hmm. like, that's really not a compliment. Yeah. Um, all right. So what were some questions that people asked you growing up that were, like, very like clearly racist okay so let me think um I think a lot was what like what do you what do you eat like um I'm trying to think like people would be like do you eat curry and I'd be like I mean yeah obviously but at that time I thought it was like a bad thing so I'd just be like oh, no, I don't eat curry, because I didn't think what I ate was curry. I wasn't really, no one called, if you're Indian, you know, no one says curry, okay? We don't call it that, so I didn't know. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, they'd be like, in India, do y'all ride elephants? Like, that doesn't even make sense. I don't even know where that comes from. Someone actually asked my mom that at some point when she came to America, too. Um, Let me think. I don't know. Do y'all have any that I can, like, brainstorm off of? Because I don't, I can't really think that right now what tribe are you from someone said that to you no yeah i was like i like they're like asking me like what are you and i was like oh i'm indian they're like what tribe like navajo i'm like no the subcontinent um yeah no that's what in elementary school when they were talking about indian people everyone thought like this indians and native americans are the same thing and i was like no they're not talking about me they're talking about native americans um i'm trying to think what else oh just in general, I think sophomore year, I think it was, um, people would just be like, oh, like, you smell that. Like, as a joke to me, like, my guy friends would say that to me, and I knew they were friends with me, but still, they'd be like, oh, my gosh, Sarah, you smell, like, as a joke, but I would just take it, and I would tell them, I'd be like, it's not funny, but they would do it anyways, and it's like, I couldn't even do anything about it, because I'm the only Indian person. I know they're friends with me, and I know if I say anything, then I like wouldn't be friends with them. I never stood up for myself. And that's what's crazy about having a platform now is I dropped all of those people. And it's crazy to see how that casual racism that I tolerated, I would never tolerate now. But yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, so obviously, 
we're not the only ones who get these questions. There's obviously lots of Indian mm -hmm. Americans who get the same questions. So mm -hmm. what is some advice you would give to them in that situation? So my advice would be to educate, to not tolerate it. I think the biggest thing about being an Indian American is feeling like we shouldn't be offended. Otherwise, we are going to be oppressed. I think that's a lot of like, that's a very misconcepted thing by I see a lot more Indian boys do it than Indian girls, really. But obviously, it can go both ways. Um, but sometimes people are like, why are you getting offended? They're just talking about like curry. Don't act like all offended. It's just a joke. And my thing with that is if you normalize it as an Indian kid, why do you expect other people to respect you then? If you're going to normalize someone saying that you smell bad or you're hairy and you're going to be an Indian kid how I was when I was just like, oh yeah, haha, I'm not like them. No, that's the first step. The first step is as an Indian kid, be proud of your culture. Do not accept anyone saying those things to you. Like if someone comes up to you and they're like, oh, y'all are all hairy, be like, no that like I don't know where that came from that's not true educate them we literally are the first people who like created shampoos the, the like the reason the British came to India is to take our spices to take our jewels there's a reason for that educate them like obviously there's a lot of colorism in like India and all this stuff but even miss if they want to take it to like miss world pageants we have I think we're tied with Venezuela or something but we have that title just educate and don't tolerate. Even if you don't want to say anything, don't tolerate it. Do not laugh. If your friends laugh at those jokes, like that would happen to me. Guys would like say something like that to me and my friends would laugh. And I was like, you realize by laughing, you're tolerating their behavior. Think about it. If no one laughs at those jokes, they're not going to say it anymore. So it's also the people around you you need to be aware of. If you're in that environment where people are like saying that and you're tolerating it, you're letting it happen and you're letting that happen to other Indian kids at your school. By letting people say anything to you, they're going to do the same thing to someone else. So that's why you need to stand up so that it doesn't happen to other people too. Yeah, yeah definitely. I feel like especially um, even a lot of Indian people or Desi people, they just tolerate this whole like subtle racism thing. Like on TikTok yesterday, there was, I saw this video of this one person clearly making fun of Hinduism and I commented saying like, oh, that was like really disrespectful and like uh -huh. racism towards like South Asians is like really normalized recently. And then there was a brown guy that replied to me and was like, yeah. oh, you're just a little liberal brown girl getting offended mm -hmm. by everything. Go make a change in the world. And then he called mm -hmm. me a pig and it was just not a good situation. And that just made me realize like how people aren't taking that first step that you talked about, like yeah. recognizing the issues in our, in mm -hmm. our society today. Mm -hmm. But moving on to the next question, do you think internalized racism is more common in the brown community or in American society? So personally, I think that, I mean, internalized racism, I would define as just like racism within our own community. But I think as an American society, it's just they've grown up, like not just them, us too. We've grown up to believe that these stereotypes like I don't know how to like I guess molded because American society has grown up with again I'm gonna repeat that like representation of Indian people as only this one stereotypical Indian type and yeah they might see Indian kids at school but how many people are we like we're not we're not there's not enough Indian people in America to 
to really show everyone who we really are. There's no, there's no big Indian figure who's just popular because of their looks or because like there's no one like that like at at least off the top of my head I can't think of someone really famous up there who's like that so when they think of Indian people most people just think of the stereotypical like Lily Singh like stuff like that so in a way can't really blame them for that but within the brown community I see I see that as just people who are trying to be like the pick me people if that makes sense people don't really like when you hear that word but when you try to defend other races for putting your race down, that's what happens. We cannot begin to resolve an issue with all these other groups of people when within our own community, people still want to act like we're not getting treated like this. Because I remember making a video specifically on whenever there's like a This America trend and I made a video upon just like stuff that brown people have faced. Not me personally, I've faced like just like little racism stuff, but not like big events, like I've seen other Indian kids face at my school. So when I talk about like even at lunch, I remember in second grade, I brought like Diano Perantes, I don't know if that's in Hindi. Okay, yeah. Um, someone was like, oh my God, you're eating poop. And I was so offended by that. I never brought Indian food to school again. And I know every Indian kid goes through a phase where someone says something about their Indian food smelling or something. And they don't bring Indian food to school ever again. That, thinking about just other kids going through that, or even my daughter or my son, hurts. Because it's, you should be proud of your culture. The fact that I even had to go through that, or anyone else had to go through that, is sad. Because all these American kids, or not, I won't say American, like, even Hispanic people, they eat tacos. They eat all this stuff. Even Chinese, or, like, just Asian people in general, that we have, like, I guess just noodles, stuff like that. Everyone enjoys. But with Indian food, it's just looked so down upon that anything we eat is looked down like that. And I think that's just, I mean, that's obviously just normalized racism in general because people won't even give it a chance. My, my, I guess, like, just like white, Hispanic, black, whatever friends, I have to show them Indian food. Like, I literally have to be the one educating them. Their parents don't even educate them. My friend's little sister literally came up to me and was like, oh my god, there's an Indian kid at my school, he smells so bad, but he's so good at the spelling bee. This girl is nine years old, coming up to me. Now, how do you tell a child that this is racist? How do you tell a child that what she's saying is the epitome of racism, but they don't understand that because to them it's not oppression, because we still get good jobs, we still get all this stuff, so to them it's not oppression. The thing is, we might not be the oppressed race, we're not. We were brought into this country supposed to be like the people with like these high paying jobs if you think about it we were brought into america only the top like you cannot you couldn't come to america unless you were those top jobs so that's why a lot of indian kids in america are bred to be these smart kids so whenever people like put us up to that pedestal and say oh yeah all of y'all are just smart like that's just how you are no if you look at India as a whole, we're not all smart. We're not. There's people of every different education level. This is the only type of Indian people you see in America. So I just, even like to, the, to her, like my friend's little sister, I, was, I just had to talk to her and be like, I know that as a kid, you won't understand this. And I know I'm the only Indian person. So I know it's my job. And I think to anyone else listening, if you have anyone else that you see or you talk to that's not like a non-Indian or even Indian, 
and they have these beliefs even at a young age it's your responsibility to talk to them to change because if they have no other Indian people as their role models in their life and you're the only person you need to be that person to talk to them be like hey this is a stereotype like we're not all smart we work hard but you have to understand we have immigrant parents a lot of them want us to be at that level at, at they, as they were and this is a very misconcepted stereotype that I don't think you should be passing down to your other friends because think about it if she's nine years old where did she learn that from you don't racism isn't inherent it comes from other people so that means that my friend's family could be teaching their kid that which is scary to me because I realized that you like me not because I'm Indian. You like me because I'm a white version of an Indian. You like me because I don't act like them. Like, that's the biggest thing I realize is they don't actually like my people. They don't like who I am. They just like it because I'm more like them. They see it as I don't see color, which that's just, that's not the point. How can you like me but not my people? Sorry, I went on a tangent, but. So, um, what do you personally think that our generation can do or what steps do you think we should take to try to eliminate this problem? So when it comes to internalized racism, as I, I think I answered that before too, but um, the one step that I think everyone can participate in is not only education, but take it upon yourself to be that person for like to be that role model for not only yourself but for other Indian kids and any other friend that's not Indian to represent your people because I know for myself I before didn't really think of it like that I just thought of it as like oh no I'm different whatever but if you take that extra step and you don't tolerate it toleration I think is the number one thing don't tolerate it biggest thing you can do is just not agree not laugh not let them not comment snowflake not be not let it happen and just say oh it's a joke oh it's a joke it's not a big deal because for me honestly I never really said anything because I was like I've heard it so many times that it's not even offensive at this point it's just like okay yeah they just say it they just say it whatever but at the same time I don't think people understand that that's a problem in itself that it's so normalized to us to hear these type of things that we're not surprised we're just like oh yeah whatever it's not a big deal like we hear these things about us being hairy or us smelling we hear it so much and just like whatever but that's that's the problem in itself is that it's we've let it happen to that point that this has already happened the only thing we can do next is to be like it's not funny it's not a joke it's never been funny maybe that's the only representation you got but as your indian friend if you're only friends with me because I don't seem like the stereotypical Indian person you see in your head, that in itself is wrong. If you're going to call my whole race, like, these smelly people who just, like, um, are just smart, like, they don't have any social life, say all this stuff about my whole race, that is racist. That means you don't really like me. In the same way, there, there are literally people who will say, oh, I'm not racist. I have a black friend but you only like that black friend because you tell them that, oh, you don't actually act black, quote unquote black. You act more normal, quote unquote. That's why we like you. Same way for Indian people. 
there will be people who literally tell me, you don't act Indian, you act normal. So it is your responsibility as an Indian person, no matter what you say, to be that person to educate other people and other brown kids. Because even if there's a brown kid saying it's not a big deal, educate them on why it's a big deal. It might not be a big deal for them because they've like heard it so many times, obviously, just like a lot of us have. But it's a big deal because that same thing is going to happen to 10 other Indian kids. What are they going to do when they're put in that position? Because you didn't stop it at that moment. What are they going to do? Because there are kids who don't stand up for themselves because we all let it happen. Think about it. If none of us let it happen, it wouldn't be happening. Just like how the Black community gained itself together and really, because I even though the N-word, like people at my school used to say it, all the time white kids all these people i would never obviously because i knew from the beginning that's a term that like why would you even need to say that but back then even indian kids would say and i wouldn't say anything because i was like whatever it's not a big deal but i've seen how much like the black community has honestly i really admire that and i feel like if as indian people we use that to just settle together and not and not tolerate it like then where they stopped tolerating tolerating it they were like if anyone says it it's just, it's not gonna happen. Like we don't, we're not gonna tolerate it. Whatever. I think in the same way, if we can group together as a community, and when people say things like that, defend ourselves and say this is wrong, then it can stop. Because if we're not together as a community, how do we expect other people to stop? If we're not stopping it for ourselves. So yeah. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. Um, um, so something that we've noticed, obviously, recently, not just Indians and Desis, um, but just Asians overall, the, you know, as you mentioned before, the racism towards Asians is super normalized. Mm-hmm. And, you know, someone used an example of, you know, if someone said the N-word, they would be canceled, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. But if someone were to call, say Baljeet or say, you know, Ling Ling, um mm-hmm. it's funny so mm-hmm. but then i someone else said you know back to that they were like okay but you but uh south asian like asians haven't gone through what black people have gone through like they've been mm-hmm. through like 400 years of like slavery so like what mm-hmm. do you think about that i think we should not be comparing oppression honestly like when i'm using n-word as an example for like how they're i'm trying to use an example of how the black community has finally grouped together against it i'm not trying to compare what we're going through to what they're going through what they are going through is a whole different level that we're not even on because they were brought into america and like they were pre i don't how do i say this but for them it's like it's very much as to society set up not for their benefit like they have to work extra extra hard to get to like these places because of the way society is set up and I don't think it's fair for us to start comparing oppression because that's where it starts becoming a conflict between minorities because we're because we're like well they say this like we're more oppressed no you're more oppressed like I've seen that in comment sections well where like black people be like Mexican people can't talk about their like Hispanic people in general cannot talk about racism when they haven't felt what we felt or Asian people can't talk about it when they haven't felt what we felt instead of comparing what we're all going through if we all just accepted that we are all going through something that's when anything's gonna happen 
obviously the n-word is completely different that has way more historical like meaning to it than oh bulgeeth okay yes bulgeeth is bad and i completely understand that but we cannot go about even trying to compare that to what anything that we have been through but yeah oh sorry yeah no definitely like their struggle is just it's they've been set up to struggle you know yeah for us we were born to this country to like i think as an example i guess we Mm-hmm. Probably going to model minority different. Yeah. Um, so the next question is: Do you think normalized racism against South Asians happens more with people in our generation who, you know, kind of pass it off and call it a joke, or do you mm-hmm. think the problem lies with our parents' generations? I think it's definitely our generation because even though our parents were the first people that came here, I really like personally what i've seen with my mom i've like talked to her about it like have you faced racism in america like as a big deal and she was like not really because when i'm in the workplace we don't really talk about these things yeah people will be like oh in india did y'all ride elephants or like stuff like that but it's a different environment because at least i'm i guess first generation born here but it's completely different from working with adults and going to school and growing up with people bred to think this way. So I think it's definitely our generation who's had to go through it more because we've grown up facing these things and we've grown up with this, at least like, I'm talking about parents that are like born in India, raised in India, like that's how, I mean, that's my experience because that's how my parents were. When they grew up, they didn't face racism, like they didn't face all this stuff. So when they came here, it was just like, oh yeah, comments, but they grew up, they just like, were like, okay, whatever. But for us, like, it's a completely different experience. Our parents haven't gone through it. So what advice are they going to give us? Like, we don't have anything to look up to because our parents didn't go through it. It's just us. That's what we have to look to. Like, and then if you think about it, like even social media, there weren't any big Indian influencers. So who are they going to look up to? There's so many. That's how I was. I had my older sister, obviously, who like went through stuff. But at the same time, I felt like so alone about it just because at least at my school, I was alone. So I couldn't even go to my mom and explain to her because like what, how, she doesn't know what I'm going through, right? And I think that's what a lot of Indian kids go through is like, how do they talk to their parents about it? Their parents haven't been through what they've been through. So that's where like what y'all are doing is like, I think is really good is because you're talking about it. You're showing other Indian girls that might be going through or just South Asians in general and just Asians in general that here's some experience we're all going through it that's one thing on tiktok i really liked is that when the brown community formed i felt so connected i felt like damn there are so many kids and just people in general going through exactly what i'm going through i always thought oh no i'm the one indian girl that feels different i'm the one indian girl that just like the indian kids don't accept and like all like the white kids and everyone else doesn't accept but no, there are literally so many people, like, I don't know about y'all, but I know so many Indian girls who go through the same exact thing, and how that community formed, and how everyone was relating, that's where I think TikTok does best, is, like, that, the brown community in the beginning, I don't know about now, like, a lot of stuff has happened, but it really shows how we're all pretty much unified. I know I went a little off topic on that, but, yeah, that's just one thing I really like about TikTok. Yeah, totally. I feel like TikTok is definitely 
help bring the brown community together in a way mm-hmm. as much as it has divided the community mm-hmm. it started off by bringing us together and i feel mm-hmm. like we should be like super grateful for that mm-hmm. and what you brought up about um the struggles that we face coming mm-hmm. into america as like first generation i feel like a lot of people out there have been saying you should be grateful for what you have <laughs> stop complaining yeah. for what you have like i don't yeah. more than complaining i think it's more of making people feel like they have someone to relate to like like you said before the brown community formed on tiktok you felt like you're the only person going through all of this and then once you saw other people feeling the same way you felt like you felt more comfortable in a way mm-hmm. right yep yeah and going on um going on to the last question you did talk about the steps that we should take to start to eliminate and fight against um this normalized racism against south asians they see specifically and stuff other than that what message do you have or that you want to share to the listeners listening to ddg right now what what do you think is the main takeaway from today's episode and everything you said um my first point would be we need to work on our own community i know i think the first thing is just admitting your mistakes and bonding with your own community because for me i know what i've said in the past i've know how i felt i even know even like saying fob is offensive i learned from that and grown even just anything anyone has ever said like making fun of your own people anything you've done admit it i can admit it i can admit it i'm 17 years old but i have that responsibility because of my following to admit it other people may not have that responsibility to admit it and to call themselves out and that's why i think everyone no matter how many followers you have no matter what call yourself out i know i'm wrong for whatever i've said i know i'm wrong for anything i've said to put down my people and i know that and that's why every day i work hard to to find a way to rep- like represent indian people if i don't show that i might just be doing outfit tiktoks whatever but in a way if you don't realize it people literally be like damn i didn't know indian girls were like this and they'll say indian girls they won't just be like you're the only indian girl i see that change in people i talk to and it might be small it might be whatever but for me it's like i'm doing something to change people's perspectives like that's to me and what i'm saying is like anyone can do that so yes acceptance is the first thing and then secondly obviously just just educate all i can stress is educate don't feel embarrassed don't feel like by accepting it you're the one getting oppressed no i know what it feels like i know i i like even in school i wouldn't act like jokes offended me because i didn't want people to think i'm below and at some point you have to realize that people are not going to understand until you show them what their actions are really doing you until you show them and taking that own responsibility onto yourself that's what's really going to make a change um overall just for indian girls i've done like i've done like a zoom call before with a bunch of indian girls and i think a big deal for them at least what they stressed to me was just like besides normalized racism it was just seeing themselves as below other girls like if that makes sense like some girls will literally like some south asian girls will tell me that they see themselves as below other girls because they don't meet that like beauty standard i guess and i think that's a really big deal that they don't see themselves like even for me i would have guys 
like all my friends and they like were best friends with me but they would never like me and their reason was oh because you're Indian like they obviously sometimes they won't say that's my face but I know because that's how they grew up so like I would want to tell every Indian girl if I could if I could meet them and be like you're not ugly you're not not pretty you're not that just because you don't meet like a societal norm that doesn't mean you're ugly and like that's where TikTok especially has shown us that there's so many Indian girls who might not meet the beauty standard, but they still have followers because just because you don't meet the Eurocentric standard does not mean you're not beautiful. Like just because even colorism, just because you don't have fair light skin does not mean you're beautiful. Like even Rachel, I know y'all have like done a podcast with her. I love Rachel. And I think she's absolutely stunning. Like one of the, like so gorgeous. And she like she has a darker complexion but the way she represents like those girls is like crazy because she like even to me like okay I grew up like Punjabi family like there was aunties and uncles who would try to fill that up in my mind like oh South Indian people are darker like all this stuff and I was like what does make sense and my mom would always be like that's not true that's not true and all these aunties and uncles will say stuff like that and then I met these people like Rachel and I think Milan too Milan Matthew who are like a little bit darker skin and I was like these girls are beautiful like I don't know what I don't know why it's a beauty center to be fair when there's so many girls that are like just like even more beautiful I've seen some that are like like obviously equally as beautiful but I don't think there should even be a comparison but um yeah that's one thing I'm trying to think what else I take from this oh the last thing I think would be representation of your parents I think we may we might make fun of our parents for ourselves just because you know sometimes our parents do funny things but don't let don't let that representation of your parents be the representation your parent or your friends have because I know for myself I'd like say things about my parents as a joke and be like oh my god they have this accent or like they're doing this that's funny but then my friends would do it and then I would get mad and I'd be like why are y'all making fun of my parents like why are y'all doing the accent it's because the more we normalize that, that is exactly what's going to portray on other people. So if I could take away anything from this whole call in general, it would definitely be don't, don't normalize that, educate others, and bring, just bring up people in your own community. But yeah, no, for sure. But thank you so much for having me on here, though. Yeah, thank you so much. We really appreciate your time. And I think that was a really good way to wrap this up. So yeah, we really enjoyed having you today and hearing your insight gave us a new perspective. Um, be sure to follow Shreya on Instagram and TikTok. I think her TikTok at is at Shreya Way Dances. <laughs> yeah, um, I need to fix that. <laughs> Uh, and follow Dear Daisy Girls on Instagram, TikTok, and Spotify. And make sure you DM us your favorite part of this episode. Thank you, guys, and bye. Bye. Thank you for having me.